Um, I like to sing songs, I like to write songs uh, and play music because it, it gives me energy essentially. Um, I never feel as good as I do after playing a, sh a show, a good show. I always feel like I'm creating energy, you know, um, energy which I'm contributing back to everybody else, to the audience, you know, and they're contributing, they're giving me their energy as well, so I'm just creating life essentially and just creating a, 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 a positive uh, some sort of ride that people, if they're, if they're into it, can jump on board and, and, and feel good themselves or, or just, just feel themselves essentially, feel what they're feeling, yeah. That was Arthur Arbiz. This is Duggett, the podcast. Welcome to Duggett, Daily Dose of Vitamin D-O-U-N-G, Health, Happiness and Innovation is the focus, and I'm going to bring it all to you so you can uh, put a spring in, not just a spring in your step, we'll put rocket propulsion into your step and send you to Mars or Elon Musk, he predicts we'll be at Mars in kind of the next 10, 12 years, maybe even sooner. Um, been looking a lot into the future. Lately, there's abundance in terms of technology. What is possible? What a magnificent time uh, we are in to be alive. The fact that I can do this and that you can listen to this from anywhere in the world for free. Um, Self-driving cars, unlimited energy, oh, who knows what other things. Um, Peter Diamandis or Elon Musk would be a good person to ask, though. But... Um, and there's, there's three kind of key components to the future. Uh, according to Homo Deus and the work, the writer Yuval and other futurists like Ray Kurzweil, there's our pursuit of health and not just health, but longevity and, unle and not just preventing sickness, but making health so abundant, giving us kind of superhuman power, superhuman health pretty much, um, which is super. I keep saying super, it's really exciting. <laughs> and um, so that's one component of the future, which is already happening with stem cell research, with ge genetic uh, testing, with um, uh, looking at telomeres and, and, and understanding what the building blocks of life. And, and we're basically like gods now, which is what Homo Deus translates to the book. So that's, a new one, that's an amazing new frontier. And another component is the sciences and technology with um, exponential growth and Moore's law and microchips and biology and other aspects and, and what that will do with robots, AI technology, um, which is, you know, self-driving cars and unlimited electricity and, you know, abundant resource, this abundant world that we're, that we're going to be in Peter Diamandis' books, Bold and Abundance, um, cover that off if you're completely clueless to that but that we forget how conditioned we are to this present time and what the how society dumbs us down and our 
basically uh, even our amygdala part of our mind focuses on seven to ten times more negative things than positive so we need to kind of change our whole mindset because we're still living as if we're freaking monkeys scared of tigers in the amazon is is what our kind of primal conditioning is so we have to adapt that for the new world and the third piece is is happiness and this is where i come to I mean, really kind of going back and forth on what this podcast is about. And I think it is about those three things. Well, life is, and I think that's what this podcast is about. Those are the three things I really love um, in particular at the moment and want to promote and be part of. Um, and Arthur Abe's, you're either, wor- I think in the future, you're either working for humanity to make things better for yourself and for others. And you're also doing your your passion hopefully they're the, they're the same thing and um and arthur's passion is music and he's just such a wonderful uh exponent of that um instant like it was an instant hit as soon as i heard his music i was like this guy's this guy's the one he's a he's another one <laughs> he's a kind of a neil young folk bob dylan esque psychedelic rock um dance machine like some of the tracks are so dancey some uh it's just a wonderful album his latest album gold he's working on some new stuff um as well but gold is just and if you can see him live i saw him at the least normal new year's and the the energy he brings i love it how he talks about feeling alive when he plays music and how he brings energy and creates energy and it's there'll be more and more science proving that as just kind of concrete evidence and the lights the parts of the brain that lights up um amazing research into like surfing and music and meditation and the power of collective experiences and and things like magic mushrooms they all work on the same part of the brain into these flow states which um and that really should be what we're trying to create as our natural state. Why not live, if we know the formula to get there, why not spend more time there? <laughs> so that's what I hope you get out of this, is just this sheer abundance and joy and flow and 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 you can savor that sensation and recreate it for yourself. So here is um, Arthur Arbiz. I'll try and throw a few of his tracks in throughout the, the podcast so you can get a little sampling of the goods that is gold. And uh, here is his wisdom music recorded. I could record it. It was a bit bizarre. I recorded this late like, at night in his little hobbit man cave um, cob house. Really cool place. But um, I wasn't quite sure if the mics were recording quite right. And... The energy was a bit low, but the energy of his music is high, so enjoy. Here is Arthur. Think less, experience more. And as always, hope you're dug in the conversation.
other thing. Um, so, uh, I actually quite like this Tim Ferriss question. What do you have for uh, breakfast today? The uh, general uh, choice of breakfast is the Vogel's, two pieces of Vogel's toast bread. Uh, cooked well, done, with uh, peanut butter and Vegemite. Oh, is that the top, any other toppings that you kind of go for? Uh, occasionally, occasionally. Peanut Gen butter Vegemite? Say. Peanut butter and Vegemite. Well, I haven't heard of that one before. Like, they have no, I don't combine them. I don't combine them. Oh. Uh, I, one <laughs> on each piece. I like uh, <laughs> the, sweet, the choice the of two, two flavors. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a fan of having two pieces of bread, both of one flavor. It's too much. <laughs> Coffee? No. Uh, no um, not often. A lot of the time, I'll get the... Uh, the coffee, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put me into a frenzy. I'll be um, anxiety symptoms, sh shaky, kind of like an elevated heart rate, but fatigue, feel mm. kind of weird. And it lasts all day when that happens. Yeah. Like one out of five coffees, that will happen. So it's always a ticking time bomb waiting to happen. The other four are fine, but I, I just don't risk it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> Stick to tea. Tea's great. I don't have a problem with tea. Yeah, I was just actually mentioning I had a, a tea ceremony with a... Team Master Wuda, who I'm gonna well, I had one with Sam, his right hand man, and then gonna have one with Wuda, Zen monk Team Master, and it was so meditative, it was so put me in such a good headspace. But I found coffee now that I've come off it a bit more. I had one, I, I ordered one at the markets on Sunday, then I cancelled it because it instantly the thought of it actually gave me kind of that jittery feeling. I'm so much more sensitive to it now, and it's um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, kind of. I don't really get the performance boost that a lot of people get from it. I think <laughs> tea, tea's yeah. good for me though. I like tea. No, I think tea's the good choice. I have to give you some of this uh, tea. This uh, the tea master's gonna yeah. gonna bring along um, from Global Tea Hut. If uh, if you haven't already checked out that previous podcast with Sam Gibbs or the one Rich Roll with Wuda, it talks all about the tea um, and the art of it. It's a good thing to do. And uh, but we're here and. The layer, you got a name for this place? I refer to it as the the grotto. The grotto. <laughs> it's cool. I feel like I'm in the Hobbiton music recording studio. It's kind of tucked away in this. Yeah, it has a little, uh, it has that kind of vibe. It's an old 19th century stonewall cottage, thick walls, maybe just under a meter, maybe like, yeah, you could, uh, 50 centimetres thick. Feels quite Scottish or, or English. Yeah, or... I think it was a farmer's hut, but yeah. I have i haven't found out exactly what it was used for originally yet. I'm trying to get it heritage listed, actually. Oh. But they've, according to the, the, the lady from the council, she said it was hard to get it, hard to get it listed when they don't know what it was exactly used for for some reason they need that purpose oh, okay. age yeah. doesn't just cut it you need some oh. sort of significant interesting oh well, it's kind of decorated and uh you've kept the the heritage feel though somewhat yeah no i love it um i painted it all when i moved in because i've been living in the house which is in the front of the, the section for a, a year or so and then a flatmate moved out of this and so i moved in and painted the walls and the ceiling and kind of Gave it a new lease on life, but you know, I fell in love with it. It's well, sharp. Great, yeah. Um, Lots of space and uh, nice and quiet. And plenty of music 
kit line around, yeah, which is... Yeah, i got to put a gear line around here. So people hadn't met you. Didn't know who you were. What, what would you say you kind of get up to? Um, I like to sing songs. I like to write songs uh, and play music because it, it gives me energy, essentially. Um, I never feel as good as I do after playing a, sh a show, a good show. I always feel like I'm creating energy, you know? Um, energy which I'm contributing back to everybody else, to the audience, you know? And they're, contribu they're giving me their energy as well, so I'm just creating life, essentially, and just creating a, 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 a positive uh, some sort of ride that people, if they're, if they're into it, can jump on board and, and, and feel good themselves or, or just just feel themselves essentially feel what they're feeling yeah i like that word ride um so i just went to arthur's show which was a tour i went to the lee sawmill new year's oh, yeah. eve gig new year's eve with uh, yourself and poodle and a few others and um but since yeah when i first heard that album gold it was just like it felt like just something you wanted to dance and listen to and just felt classic but new um is there kind of like a a, a, a style that you gravitate to or, or not necessarily a style but more of an aesthetic i um i really like the way music was played and recorded in the 50s and 60s and in the 70s too um but just the way they arranged the music the the sensibility that a lot of the songs from the 60s had um, really, uh, I find the most touching, I guess. Um, so, uh, uh my music, music that I record and write, uh, is, is in that vein to a degree, yeah. Of course I'm going to be subconsciously influenced by like, my contemporaries, and, and the, a lot of the music I listen to growing up is always going to be evident to my music, but, um, at its foremost, I like to, uh, aspire to reach the quality and the and the heights of, of music that came out in the 60s yeah you because know, I, I think it's I think it's our classical rock and roll music of that, that music music from that period is like what classical musical is to us now it's going to be that in the future to kids they're going to listen to classical music and they're going to listen to that six stuff from the 60s and 70s and stuff and it's going to have the same sort of uh, permeance uh, yeah. the any any artists in particular that kind of ring a Ring a note? Um, lots of obscure bands from the 60s I like just because they're so... they can be so varied. A lot of the artists from that, that period, like, their songs change quite drastically from track to track. Um, which I kind of pride myself on too, is just having a good deal of variation. But I mean, Neil Young is one of my huge... Uh, I admire him greatly because of his um, primitive energy and his his ethos. And that he doesn't care about, from what I can tell, writing pop songs uh, or, or making records to sell records. He just wants to make music for the sake of making music. You know, in any... Uh, um, kind of sacrifices he makes, uh, you know, are usually ones in the in the in the name of music, and I, I really like that. Um, 
so he's yeah he's one of the, the guys that I look to for advice you know um, when I, I come up against a, a question I don't know how to answer um what uh, do you feel like you're making these sacrifices having it having to make it or is it just that much of a, a just a great deal of pain and suffering because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do it all I did the first record and the one I've just finished recording I did it all myself I had a few friends play drums and on this new one a saxophone and tabla but all the rhythm tracks the bass the guitar all the vocals and the percussion uh, and the keyboard on this organ as well this new one is is all done by me um, but that was playing it was the easy part it was just kind of the combination of recording it, arranging it, mixing it, and just all those little things together are, are quite wearing. It's hard when you're doing it by yourself because you don't have anybody else to feed ideas off, even if you're confident in what you know. It's always good to have somebody there who can give you their opinion, just so you can um, help build confidence in yourself, or you know, maybe you do need a fresh idea to help, help you. So that's why it's taken me like three years for this album, and it took me maybe like three for gold as well, mm. just because it, I don't like to push it too, too, push myself too hard and generally it pays off because as I work on the songs over a longer period of time my craft improves and I've become better at writing counterpoint and just um, doing things I haven't done before you know. That like working in the advertising team having a partner to bounce ideas off is such a Oh, such a great way to get around ideas or get around blocks or to mm. um, so yeah when you're going you're gonna hit those walls going solo uh, yeah must be challenging but obviously yeah pull... it's hard to climb a wall that's you know when you don't have somebody there to, to give you a boost mm. you know but you can still climb it you know you just have to try <laughs> keep trying so the first album is gold and it's a kind of it's Oh, it's so good. I, I call, I class it as, I like to think of it as acid folk. As if, you're, if you want to know a genre, that's what I kind of call it, because it's, it's inspired by a lot of folk music. It's a, it's a folk album, essentially, with a few rock and roll songs on there, but... Um, yeah, I can tell you it an influence for just about every song on there, but yeah, it's, um, it's different to this new one that I've done. The new one's got more even more rock and roll on it essentially but also folk as well so it's just a little more balanced than the last one yeah it's interesting i feel i gravitate to music that's got that singer songwriter or that artistry to it um and the variety is like what i loved at that that gold album and the the ability it's like something to listen to but dance to and like and have in the background and um yeah, it's just feels crafty and and I don't know, quite like open, like expressive or experimentative and um and yeah, what's the I'm not sure where I'm going next, but what's the kind of joy of because I think it's a creative process, it's like what gets someone to actually go over the edge and make it and make an album or what was the motivation behind it or is there like this kind of vision of where you wanna take? take your um, music or you just take it as it you just feel like you had to get it I, out well a lot the songs that i have written that i've finished and a lot of the ones that i haven't finished i feel i have a lot of faith in them um 
I have a lot of respect for them because when I have written them, they felt very real to me, or I felt like there's something there that um, it's something that I want to share with other people, something that I like about it. That um, through it, it um, my influence uh, influences, for example, can come out of them. Which so I feel I take a certain level of pride in that and being able to to show somebody um, or play somebody a song that I've written which has been influenced by another musician because we're all, all artists are just are essentially helping each other to create art. No one's done anything without first being influenced by something, by another human artist or mother nature, you know, it all starts with some sort of influence, something that you want to, that you take joy in and so you want to, for, for you want to understand that joy. I like to think of it like that, is to understand um, um, to, under to fully understand and appreciate beauty in other people's art and in Mother Nature, you first have to um, do something creative yourself because then you can really acknowledge the, the effort and the energy and uh, the imagination and so forth that it takes to create something, you know. So you can have a greater level of respect and a respect for it and a greater level of understanding for art if you, if you yourself are an artist in some degree. It could be anything, you know, it could be the way you stack your dishes to the way you um, uh, prune, your, prune your garden, do your garden, or if you, you, the way you write or the, your handwriting, all that sort of stuff, it all starts at some level, yeah. Yeah, I feel like part of my motivation to learn guitar now is just to appreciate other musicians and what their skill and training as well. Mm. Um, and it, it helps you pick up on the bullshit too. Yeah. And and then there's like infinite variations in the details, which I've had in other, or even like this tea ceremony, for example, like then you find out all the different teas and how they're grown and the intricate, de and then suddenly like no teas the same again um but that, so what would a a kind of like typical songwriting process look like for you do, do you trying to it, jot down ideas and diaries or like it comes in many ways a lot of the time my best songs come all at once or very quickly um sometimes late at night sometimes when i'm playing guitar with a friend um usually yeah they'll They'll come out very quick, or else it's a song in which I've got a I've got a progression or something, and and even though I can't finish it um, in a short period of time, I just keep playing it and working on it, um, and uh, yeah, just adding bits bits to it essentially until it gets better and better and better, or else it or it just fails, and I'm like, okay, cool, well, that's all right too. I've, I've learnt, you know, something along the way, at least, you know, in writing it. Where did Wine Store Woman come from? Was it a woman in the bottle store? Yeah, the riff came, just came, I stumbled upon um, a guitar tuning, which I don't think is actually, like, it's called anything. It's it's just one that I'm, I came up with, um, where I tune the, the, the B string down to a G. Um to get a drone effect while also having uh, the E strings down to D and then the uh, 
the uh, the A string down to a G. Um, for, for those who play guitar there, uh, yeah, you can try it. <laughs> Good. Um, and anyway, yeah, I just uh, somehow I don't know. I, I tuned to that, and then um, out of nowhere, just started playing. Like I hit one note, and then I heard the whole thing essentially. It's a lot like you just strike that first note, and then you can you just listen to yourself. You, you just like clear your head, and then you just kind of find. I don't know, like it's 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 the concentric, uh, a ripple in in reverse. So you like you strike that first chord, and you've got like the outer ripple from like a a pebble hitting the ocean, and then you work backwards, and you go towards the center. You know, it's kind of like that, I guess, if you understand. Um, and then the the lyrics is just about a girl that I went out with for a little bit. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I feel like. Oh, I had this kind of tagline for the podcast, which was think less, experience more. Just, just like Chuck Close used to say, inspiration was for fools. And I always liked that people just getting to work, things happen when you just try stuff. Um, mm. So I quite like that. It's almost like the Michelangelo freeing the bird from the marble, kind of like hearing something and then letting, getting out of the way of it. Or, uh, yeah, it's a sweet track. Um, and if, uh, if, well, how'd you get into music to start with, or, or what was the... Just music itself. Were you just self-taught, or did you... Oh, the playing it, you mean? Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, I, I always liked listening to music when I was, since I was young, um, and so I just wanted to join in the fun, essentially, and guitar seemed like a good instrument to learn as a kid, so I just went from there, essentially. And you grew up just playing... I started learning when I was like in, um, in, my, in my teenage years, early teens. Might have been 12, no 13, yeah, would have been 13. Playing punk rock, power chords for like six years, <laughs> not progressing past that. And then finding like Led Zeppelin and all that sort of stuff and then learning their songs. And, then, yeah. and what, uh, if you had to give like a TED talk on, I like this Tim Ferriss question on something that not music related is there another fascination outside of music um yeah i have a lot of things uh, i like philosophy uh or reading about philosophers um and then coming up with my own ideas uh is quite fun and uh any, yeah, any playing, playing video games <laughs> yeah yeah we got the what is this like uh Oh, it's old a, school uh, KT, KTX monitor and, and a screen. It's a 13-inch full-color monitor with a, uh, it's a <laughs> AMD DX um, for 100 megahertz uh, processing unit and a uh, 12 megabyte of RAM and a floppy drive. Brings back the memories. And the old Microsoft Sidewinder Pro and an installation of uh, LucasArts X-Wing, <laughs> which I'm playing at the moment. It's hard. <laughs> it's actually quite tricky. Ah, uh, there's like a join going back to some of the simpler, simpler games, or even like the the comeback of record players and like more manual analog. I guess it's kind of missing is like tangible, tangible experiences yeah. now. Even in I mean, like this computer's from like the the days when computers were still like a, an enthusiast hobby yeah. uh, trait. For now, it's like it's become so. Um, what's the term? existence in all our lives it's uh, ubiquitous i believe mm. um 
that the 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 um the excitement essentially is gone. The you know, yeah, those kind of pioneering days almost day when you watch mm. old Apple movies and what have. Um, any books on philosophy or or um, or f I, any recommendations? Well, I like can recommend some philosophers who I've read about in yeah. life. Um, Soren Kierkegaard is one of my favourites. He's the father of existentialism um, and a devout Christian, but an amazing man in all regards, essentially. Uh, and then Friedrich Nietzsche, Nietzsche, I like him. Okay. Nietzsche. Descartes, Spinoza, definitely Benedictus Spinoza, I think his first name is, yeah. I really like him. I haven't tapped into much more reading Man's Search for Meaning at the moment, which I'm quite enjoying. Man's Search for Meaning, yeah. Bolo May. Yeah, that's a great book. It's, it's really good. Yeah, that that's actually what got me into philosophy, actually. Oh, was it? Yeah, because he's an uh, ex existential psychologist. Existential, like that. Yeah, that's what he refers to himself as. Lego... Legonism, was it Legonism or...? Um, I'm not sure. That's a great book, though. Yeah. Everybody should read that out there. Rollo May, Man's Search for Himself, like... Highly recommend it. <laughs> um, Anybody interested in learning about themselves? Yeah, I need to. Yeah, something about books is so good, but um, that one in particular is is worth the read. Of all the ones I've read, limited, but uh, to do with the Holocaust survivor, but more about the philosophy behind it and and creating meaning in life. Oh, you're thinking of Man's Search for Meaning? Yeah, Man's Search for Meaning, That's sorry. Victor Frankl. Oh, okay, yeah. And He's, what was the book you mentioned? Man... Uh, the Rollo May book? Oh, yeah. That's Man's Search for Himself. Oh, okay. Man's Search for Meaning. But Man's yeah, he's it's, um, he's a, a contemporary of Victor Frankl's. Oh, book to read. Very good. Um, I think that I have, I have to read Victor Frankl's book. I know it's supposed to be really good because he's a pretty interesting guy. And what, uh, what, because you got like a normal job as well. So, how do you, is that music the balance or is it? Well, it's, I mean, is it a dream to play full time? It's my vocation. It's, it's what I do. Uh, it's what, what, what I find purpose in, I guess. Is it like an aspiration to play full, full time to not worry about working and, Oh yeah, that's that's the goal, essentially. I hopefully I can do that. I hope to achieve that this year actually. Yeah, I'm pretty close. So. Mm. And so, and the new and so the new album's called what's the? It's called Volume Two. Nice. I like the literalness. If that's even a word of it. Um, and what? Where can people find that? Uh, it's not out yet, but... Or where can they? When so can they? When can um, they? Hopefully within the next few months. A few guess. months? Yeah. And for the moment, gold is... Gold's available on vinyl, and it's available online. Uh, go to my website, arthurabez.com. That's Arthur, A-H-B-E-Z. Arbez. So, and any gigs coming up? Any more? I just finished a tour with this Australian band, Borneo from Sydney and Dave Ware as well both of wonderful people wonderful groups um, so that was that was really fun we, we did uh, seven or eight shows all around New Zealand um, but 
nothing on nothing uh, booked yet for for the future. We'll soon see. And any uh, you mentioned acid before. What's do you find the psychedelic experimentation with that kind of has? There's all this research happening in it now, and like terms like liberating people from themselves. Did you find that helped you do that, or open up creative, creatively, or acid? I'm not yeah. sure. I mentioned taking acid, but yeah, um, uh, certainly it's it's been proven through research, psilocybin anyway, from from magic mushrooms, to to have a really positive effect on people. They I recently saw something on the TV. Just in the states, they're doing trials, giving it to people with terminal cancer, because a lot of the time they'll have some really serious anxiety about death mm-hmm. and things like that. So, one particular old lady—I don't know if she actually had terminal cancer—but um, yeah, she took a dosage in a um, controlled environment, and her fear manifested in front of her, and uh, she asked it to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I think. In a, in a not quite so polite way um, and then after that she just felt all her anxiety drip away and felt just that universal love with, yeah. with everybody and everything that you can get through that you get through religious experiences or you know uh, meditation and all that sort of stuff so yeah it's certainly something worth looking into <laughs> yeah I've even heard that people were having uh they could understand the experience just through music, just through listening to the Beatles and Rolling Stones, and that that those ideas have been passed through music. That people didn't actually need to do the have the psychedelic experience to understand the the experience, which I thought was yeah, no, it's the experience which is the important thing. Um, but hey, if you like recreational drugs, you can keep doing it too. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, what do because I find people that are usually doing this the most work are usually fighting the biggest kind of like internal pains or drives or is there anything that kind of like troubles you that gets you I know like pain with girls is usually like a good outlet for for creative work or just I was even listening to a guy who's bullied his whole life today um, pretty much and now he's like the fittest man in the world kind of thing this this navy mm. seal guy or this other guy turned to pol he found politics and he's like just these people doing amazing things usually fighting maybe the biggest battles will have had something that they kind of um that's really driving them do you, f- right. do you no, feel like it's more of a love i thing don't really use a- music as an outlet for any sort of suffering unless i'm in the spirit of worship but i see it more as a uh uh, um, an inward ex- experience really it's just like um, probing I like music to probe what is inside myself that I can conjure up to the surface and see what lies beneath hmm. is there, have you got like a faith pra- a faith practice or a, anything uh, else just got, got the old the same I've just got my own spiritual discipline that yeah. seems to work for me, you know, through experience <laughs> and um, observation and experimentation. <laughs> cool, man. I might, well, we can start to wrap it up. What's, 
if there's like one message you can't or one thing you'd like to see in the world or one message on like a billboard or a song that you could put out out there what would it be if you could you know if you're like prime minister for a day um you were a rock and roll probably legalize the green <laughs> <laughs> i think you know the only one there. i think that'll be do a better job of convincing people mm. um things they need to know about you know the reality than uh you think i could come up with on my by my own but um yeah, don't be afraid to feel, is, is the advice I'd give everybody, like, anything. Just open your, open up your pores and feel it. And then once you've, once you've done feeling, um, recount your experience and learn from it. Just find something that you like about it or that you don't like. And either way, you'll, you'll gain insight to whatever it is you're doing at your job or your relationships or whatever, just uh, don't be afraid to feel and then and then take note. That's beautiful, man. I like, <laughs> I like that. And uh, yeah, I feel like I've noticed how much I kind of hold back or still have fears of like trying to act or dance or move a certain way or behave a certain way mm. or be seen or there's like a little almost like yeah that metaphor of shooting onions i get that i feel in yoga or dancing or mm. and like just now they're going to cut loose and be like how creative and kind of fearless you Radical are at the freedom. core like a kid you see a kid again like dance and not yeah. caring we saw one dance yeah at this exactly playground. that's totally it it's like how can you just find tap into we've that we've all felt that those yeah. feels there's that, that anxiety of like self-consciousness and how do you act and that sort of thing and just yeah like i said to start feeling and then you'll you'll gain confidence i think mm -hmm. in who you are yeah supporting people's differences like this chick came to my class this morning and she just said her spiritual teacher has said just like own who she was because she was so scared of like like gonna fuck people off and people aren't gonna like you and there's people that, that are going to love you or you, or you try and please everyone and kind of never have anything that's kind of Yeah, we're well, still going to have your good philosophies. You're still yeah. going to be you know, altruistic and, and be and be kind and gentle, I think, because who wants to live in a society full of dickheads, you know, who are just rude <laughs> to you? So, you know, do unto others, obviously. But um, I think, yeah, uh, love yourself, love your neighbour and love, you know, your nature. I love that, man. Have you got a... So we've got the website... Facebook, anything? Uh, uh, just check me out on, on, on Facebook for shows and things like that. It's usually where cool. I, I keep everybody up to date. But you can go to my website too if you want links to my uh, music and a music video and a short bio. Arthur, com. Beautiful. I don't know if there's uh, much more to say. Let the music do the talk and it's such a good album. Gold, I can't wait to hear the, yeah. the volume too. You could spin Weinstorm on there if you like. Oh, we could for, throw that as an intro for, and an outro. For an, just an outro, I guess, outro. for the audience. Yeah, yeah. that'd be good. A little sam aperitif. Yeah. A little sampler for the the main course. Um, Very nice. No, so I appreciate the time. This is uh, like 2017. I've got goals to kind of really do the podcast and kind of express myself more and. I think music's like such a, it's just, it's kind of lost if, if 
at school and different places, I feel like people need dancing to do more of it. So, so man, it's, it's such a joy to come and hear you play. So appreciate your time and, and your music, man. It's a, it's Thank a you. gift. It really is. So My pleasure. Doug, she's brother. Um, just kind of intrigued me with one last follow-up question like where to be like a full-time musician now does the money come from touring or from because I know Spotify I haven't toured pay. enough really to, to know but I'm pretty sure and everybody else a lot of other bands do it so. that's how you do it rather than because online streaming is not going to pay no not unless you, you write a hell of a good pop song yeah which which earns you a good dollar but yes yeah, so that's what I want to do regardless anyway to get there. Well, uh, what, what, what countries or what, where, how do I'll probably get to the States. States. Yeah. That's, that's the goal. States tour. Alright, so we're going to check them out here, check them out in the States. Tip top. That was Arthur Arbiz. Hope you enjoyed it. Sure, Lord knows, Lord with an E knows, I did. And uh, show notes for Arthur and all his details. Get the album, listen to it, support the guy. He's making the energy that goes into this music sound real. The value of it, you know, you can just a few dollars for what you get is it's a, it's a good bet. So um, and check him out live shows well worth it and uh, any reviews comments much appreciated um, anything else Ooh, I think that's enough I'll play another track from Arthur on the way out crank it up and uh, thanks again for listening much appreciated think less experience more hope you